Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. I want to read from A Year with C.S. Lewis this time, a selection from The Weight of Glory. Um, some of you will have read that essay before. It was actually a sermon he delivered on uh, June 8th, 1941. Um, at uh, the University Church of St. Mary the Virgin in Oxford, England there. Uh, this, is the sel- this is the section uh, of the weight of glory where he talks about forgiveness. And in uh, this daily reader, which you have really sam- samples from uh, a wide variety of Lewis's books, but in this particular case, drawing from the weight of glory and a section called On Forgiveness. And so it's about forgiveness versus excusing. And I think something we could all learn a bit about and benefit as we learn about it, because I think uh, we sometimes uh, confuse the two. Here's what Lewis has to say there. I find that when I think I am asking God to forgive me, I am often in reality, and then in parentheses he says, unless I watch myself very carefully, and closes parentheses, I I find myself in reality asking him to do something quite different. I am asking him not to forgive me, but to excuse me. But there is all the difference in the world between forgiving and excusing. And I hope this has kind of piqued your interest a little bit. I think a little self-analysis in the way we think about these kinds of things is is helpful. Um, uh, Forgiveness is such a rich and beautiful thing and uh, on, on uh, so well connected, of course, to the person of Jesus uh, and uh, his uh, finished work on the cross and uh, the offer of forgiveness uh, by grace through faith. I, I love that about the Christian faith. It doesn't just sweep stuff under the rug. Uh, just doesn't, it, it doesn't just deny, you know, that, that we have done wrong. No, it, it offers, the Christian faith, the gospel offers us forgiveness. I love this. So uh, back to Lewis. Sorry, I got a little off track myself there. But he says, if I am asking him sometimes not to forgive me, but to excuse me. And there is all the difference in the world between forgiving and excusing. Forgiveness says, yes, you have done this thing, but I accept your apology. I will never hold it against you and everything between us too will be exactly as it was before. But excusing says, I see that you couldn't help it or didn't mean it. You weren't really to blame. And then Lewis goes on to say, if if one was not really to blame, then there is nothing to forgive. In that sense, forgiveness and excusing are almost opposites. Of course, in dozens of cases, either between God and man or between one man and another, there may be a mixture of the two. Part of what seemed at first to be the sins turns out to be really nobody's fault and is excused. The bit that is left over is forgiven. But the trouble is that what we call, quote, asking God's forgiveness, end quote, very often really consists in asking God to accept our excuses. What leads us into this mistake 
is the fact that there usually is some amount of excuse, some extenuating circumstances. We are so very anxious to point these out to God and to ourselves that we are apt to forget the really important thing. (laughs) That is, the bit left over, the bit which the excuses don't cover, the bit which is inexcusable but not, thank God, unforgivable. Mm. And if we forget this, we shall go away imagining that we have repented and been forgiven when all that has really happened is that we have satisfied ourselves with our own excuses. They may be very bad excuses. We are all too easily satisfied about ourselves. Um, that's, that's enough right there, isn't it, to, uh, to ponder, to, to think about. We pray all the time in the Lord's Prayer, for instance, uh, uh, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And uh, we often point out here at the village chapel that um, some, of, some of our sin is, is against others. All of our sin separates us, though, from God. And uh, Jesus, fortunately, <laughs> hallelujah, when he died on the cross, he paid the price for all my sin, all of your sin, and then offers to us by grace through faith this remarkable gift of God's forgiveness, not just excuses, not just accepting our excuses, not where we go away and later on we are ourselves constantly rehashing it, constantly replaying it, not having fully received God's forgiveness, um, not having fully received his grace and mercy. And perhaps uh, for some that uh, are listening or watching today, it's been difficult for you to to accept or receive that forgiveness. And I, I'm, as a pastor, I'm often pointing out to people there, there is a real connection between what we believe about God and his finished work on the cross in Christ Jesus. There's a big connection between that, what we believe there happened there, and our ability to receive uh, the the grace, mercy, and forgiveness that is on offer to us because we, we're often, um, uh, because of unbelief or uh, some kind of mistaken belief, we're often thinking, oh, God could not or would not uh, forgive me for this or for the number of times I've done that or whatever. And I always, as a, a pastor, I just love bringing the good news that uh, the God of the Bible, as he, re- as he reveals himself to us, uh, is eager to forgive, more eager, uh, often more eager than we are to be forgiven. So if for some reason I find myself thinking the thoughts that, oh, God could not or God would not forgive me, I've actually stopped believing in the God of the Bible at that point. And the invitation of the scriptures is that God would 
reveal himself to you. And if you believe what he says about himself, you'll never get to the place where you think, oh, he could not or would not forgive. No, he is eager to forgive. So we need to believe the God of the Bible is who he says he is. We need to believe that he offers what he says he offers. So if you're struggling with receiving God's forgiveness, God's mercy and grace, you might not be believing in the God of the Bible. We need to take him at his word. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from, there it is, all unrighteousness. Mm. Let me encourage you to look that up, 1 John 1, 9. Read that, memorize that, ponder it, marinate in it, and uh, then learn to walk in the freedom of God's grace and mercy on offer uh, through the finished work of Christ on the cross. God is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us. Mm. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. We receive from you this day your mercies that are new every morning, a fresh batch of mercies. Oh, Lord, thank you for that. Set us free now to walk in the light of your grace and mercy and the light of your love for us uh, in the person and work of Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Have a great one. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey. Thank you.